0: Three, two, one, go.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to the Triad of the Force podcast, a podcast from three Puerto Rican friends coming together to deep dives into Star Wars and other nerd-related media. This is our limited series where we talk about Ahsoka, today focusing on episodes six and seven, Far, Far Away and Dreams and Madness. For titles, by the way. Um, we are happy to announce that we are having Mo joining us once again to review these fabulous Ahsoka episodes. But before we get started, a little message.
0: Uh, you know, well, I I mean, I guess you do know because if I've released if we've released this episode and you have been listening it's to them, even though we haven't been releasing them good because of the strikes, happened. but something <laughs> great has happened at this point. And you'll notice that the cover art because we have a different uh, little logo showing our support for what's going on in Hollywood. But the W it's no longer the WGA and sag after strikes. It's only the SAG after strike against the AMPTP because thankfully the WGA strike is over because the WGA won the strike. They got the deal that they wanted, and they are no longer on strike. So that it's the power of unions, the power of people coming together and standing up for what's right. It's a big, it's a, it's a big win for the WGA. It's a big
1: win, yeah.
0: I kind of, I kind of read um, the terms of the agreement and kind of compared it to some of the things that they were asking for, and it's pretty. It's pretty damn close. They basically got a, almost if not everything that they wanted from, from from the studios. So what was it? Like three, five months of strikes uh, from the WGA. So it was a, a considerable amount of time, but yeah. not, not wasted. It wasn't in vain because they won. So it's kind of very hopeful now for SAG-AFTRA. Uh, today we're recording on a Monday, and this Monday SAG-AFTRA is back on the negotiating table with AMPTP. So hopefully the momentum from the WGA win yeah, is going to mm-hmm. car- yeah, carry over to SAG-AFTRA so that they can also, after a couple of rounds, I mean, maybe just one round, but let's be like, more realistic. After a couple of rounds of negotiating, <laughs> uh, win that strike, and we can put this behind us and you know, get that win for unionized labor. Uh, so that's good. That's good news. That's, you know, it uh, benefits everybody here, uh, even though we're not part of, we're you know, we're not part of that industry, but it still benefits yeah. workers as a whole, because it, and of gives us a a goal to a stri- as a strive to, it's just, yeah, striking works. For people that say que los pelus don't, you know, accomplish anything, <laughs> they do. They Sometimes do. they do. Uh, but so now yeah our our little disclaimer thing is a little different because instead of saying the jane sag after it's gonna be like uh, this episode was recorded during the sag after strike uh, Mm -hmm. against the amptp without the labor of all the actors all these wonderful actors the series ahsoka and all the other wonderful series and movies that we'd love to talk about wouldn't exist so if you're willing and able Please donate to the com- uh, community. Oh my God, I forgot the name of the community fund, but it's down in the description below. So the appropriate titles there. But you know, support the actors in any way that you can. Even awareness work, so retweeting, sharing, talking about it to your parents, and telling them that you know striking does work, boomer, uh, <laughs> will definitely help. So please, uh, you know, do that because Break. the fight's, the fight's <laughs> almost over, but it's not. But it's not done. Not over until the fat lady sings. And she's singing. She's singing. But she, she sing- hasn't reached she hasn't reached that <laughs> final crescendo of song. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, we can, you know, we could we, we can talk about the strike all day long, but it's late on a Monday, and we're here to talk a little bit about Ahsoka. <laughs> uh last two episodes, three episodes that we reviewed were kind of a doozy of some episodes, oh, yeah. especially episode five with Anakin Skywalker coming back and that amazing sequence about the world between worlds and Ahsoka's relationship to herself, to Anakin, to her purpose, to her relationship with the Jedi and what it means for her going forward was absolutely incredible. We got to see Purgles going into hyperspace. It was one of the most incredible pieces of star wars that (laughs) i've ever seen so good so incredible and it's finally doing some of the things that we've always wanted star wars to do at least in live action it's just lean into the crazy lean into the mystical lean into new things that we've never seen and that episode was delivering but i think these two are delivering in spades and we got some (laughs) some characters that i hope made mo very very happy uh, because we saw the return of a certain group of people that uh, we've been longing to see for a very, very long time. And at least to me, I think that their appearance was absolutely incredible. And I'm not talking about my boy in Blue eh uh, yeah. So let's just... Let's it's just not get a this boy way.
2: anymore.
0: <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's not a boy. Yeah, definitely not a boy.
2: But uh, <laughs> let's
0: get this party going. Uh, I see this is a review, so we're not recapping anything. Just like our general thoughts about these two episodes, which kind of feel like the prelude to the finale, because it feels, you know, very... Oh. It is. It's to
1: definitely that definitely dealing up at um it's definitely heading towards that finale which we'll get into because i'm not sure how satisfied i'm going to be considering that we only have one episode left mm-hmm. and how much mm-hmm. of a solution we're going to get to this but these two episodes worked very well together especially because um balen mentions you know that this is a planet of dreams and madness in episode six. So, like, mm-hmm. the two episodes are kind of tied together in a very cool way, even though they're supposed to be separate and they both have their separate purposes. And we don't get Ahsoka at all in part six, which is one of the times that I will say that I'm not all that upset that the main character didn't show up. We do get her
0: at the beginning. With That awesome yeah. scene with Hu Yang, Hu Yang with Hu Yang yeah. a long time ago in a galaxy far away, which far, is far like, far oh away. lord, they said the thing. Oh, lord. It happened.
1: Uh, I know. The
0: thing well, has said. <laughs> exactly. Credits, done. Well, Episode perfect.
1: It was such a cool way to use that line though, because mm-hmm. it, it's it, to us, the stories of the original Star Wars is set in a long time ago in a galaxy far, far mm-hmm. away, but then this to those characters, the stories from that other galaxy had become myth that happened a long time ago in a galaxy far far away so it's this cool play on perspective and time and everything that as soon as he said that line i was like they did not just do that that was Mm -hmm. so well done
0: well but in terms of in terms of mythos uh, too it kind of works and this is getting into like the super nerd nitty gritty part aspect of star wars but it's it's really interesting because the 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 opening crawls of all the star wars movies have been kind of presented and you can see this in the uh, from a certain point of view books that they're actually written by the wills so the wills are telling the story of star wars and that's them writing the opening crawls it's kind of like Bringing everything kind of everything full circle. <laughs> it's George Lucas telling us the fairy tale, but the fairy tale is being told within the mythos, and the mythos is being told by, <laughs> by the person that's writing the thing. But then it's Hui yang now narrating that mythos yeah. as well. So it's yeah. you know it's 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 it, hey, it's like poetry. It rhymes. It's it great, is. and we love it, it.
1: Is you want me to tell you one of the stories? It's so good. And mm-hmm. then you know Balin's Skull making references to those stories and well, and how there's magic. Mm-hmm in that galaxy which is like different from the force there's like actual magic was just confirmed for us which
3: i think was great
0: mo what was your reaction we didn't have you like for the last three episodes so i feel like you've been you know like building up like all (laughs) all this you know ahsoka-ness rebel-ness all this stuff and like now we're talking the episode in which the night sisters make their triumphant return so, like, what was, what did you think of those episodes and what did the Night Sisters coming back mean to you?
2: I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to share like what Nani just mentioned. Like, there's the magic aspect to it. Like, that there was, you know, up to episode five, like, you know, it's, it's like a rebel story. Mm-hmm. But then episode six and seven are more, they're so saturated because I think that's the word with like mysticism and like, mythological like aspects of Star Wars. Mm. I couldn't like help to like start like almost like seeing. I don't I don't know if I'm just like overseeing things or maybe I'm just like, you know, oh shit, this like what's <laughs> they're trying to like explain. But it's almost mm. like all of the characters, like they all envision the one thing like the transcendence into like their own journey mm-hmm. they 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 each one have their own path like we see you know ahsoka is like the born again you know you have mm-hmm. the the candle of the white thing you know you die and yeah. then you come back for re- reborn you have like uh sabine which is like that lost wanderer she's the she's the she's the pilgrim she's taking like the journey to like she thinks she has to find Ezra to be saved but all along it's her own journey she's mm-hmm, the one
3: mm-hmm,
2: to save herself. then you have Ezra which is like the the Christ figure uh and mm-hmm. this whole like like he's even like like I, I love that scene when they're like escaping from like the wolves and the bandits mm-hmm. it looks like he's like leading the flock away from the, <laughs> yeah.
3: the... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like it, yeah. it's, it's
2: such a like a christ parallel mm-hmm. and you see like he's like oh forget about weapons i'm like one with the force now kind of situation How then you cool have ron like mm-hmm. ron is like he's yeah. playing the i i love like it's almost like a m- match-up between like very like Machiavellian and very Mm -hmm. loud kind of Mm -hmm. character. Like it's a fusion between like this whole like admiration. Like you have to know your enemy. Yeah. And like before you even like contemplate what to do. And then you have like the the night sister who's like almost playing like the fool. Like she's just like in this journey, like is she being taken like advantage of advantage of yeah is she actually like on her own path like she she just incorporates like the full like she doesn't understand like all of like thrawn's like imminent planning on like what's Mm -hmm. happened and then yeah it's kind
1: of that she was used a little bit by the great mothers to like Mm -hmm. come here so it's like not really her own journey like they're
2: playing like they're playing like they're they're playing like like it's almost like oh I thought this is my own journey but she's being played the fool by all of like this greater power because that's that's what everything's being referenced as like there's a greater power out there that either we're there some are trying to run away from and like Mm -hmm. others are trying like Baylen is like yeah. I love Trying like, to
1: embrace that power or uncover yes. it or something to reset the cycle of to destruction re- that has been put into motion.
2: And, and that, that, that part gave me like chivers because it's almost, it's very reminiscent of like the Buddha trying to break the cycle of samsara, mm-hmm. which is like the karmic cycle of like, like he's like, fuck everything. Like I want to go to the source and destroy yeah. this whole go cycle. Go back to like the beginning and, and destroy everything. It's like, so, it's, and then he's, he's, I love that fight with like Ahsoka because he's the contrast to Ahsoka's journey. Mm -hmm. They're being in the jang. He's like the little white hole engulfed in darkness. And Ahsoka is like the little black hole engulfed in light. Mm -hmm. They they bet. That's why they can't destroy each other. And Ahsoka, like they, like in that fight, they like embrace it. Like, Hey, I'm not gonna kill you. You do
1: you, yeah. then. Yeah, the I do me. I'm going this way. You go yes. that way. Bye bye. Bye
3: bye. Like, we go. Which was really
1: peace. cool with um Balan with his apprentice, uh, mm-hmm. Shin, as well, because he noticed that she is very ambitious about power and finding her place within this possible new empire. So he doesn't want to restrict, you know, forcing her to follow his path. So it's very cool to see it's like, who have ambition, you want power, go your own way, because. That's not where my path is. Deep.
3: I'm mm-hmm. going
1: somewhere else. It's our place to separate amicably, which is something that the Jedi never really understood how to do because they kind of forced their own apprentices to just do the one thing, be Jedi. That's it. And Balin mm-hmm. is this person who believes that there were good traditions to the Jedi. As we can already tell, we've mentioned a couple of times that she has a little braid and there's traditions that are involved. He taught her how to make lightsaber. But other things about the Order that he knows that were instrumental in creating this destructive cycle between Empire Mm -hmm. and Republic that is never ending. And he's trying to put that poke in the wheel to destroy the whole thing. And it's very cool that he kind of had to (laughs) go to this. We don't know what happened to that galaxy. What happened? Because clearly the witch kingdom of Dathomiri was incredibly powerful at one point. I mean, those statues that you see are very mm-hmm. back to Lord of the Rings, but in like mm-hmm, a mm-hmm, way. Mm-hmm. And a whole civilization was clearly destroyed. And what happened? Was it the Dathomiri themselves? Was it this other great power that he's searching for? Or was this power actually created by the Dathomiri and then it came back to bite the next? Like, what, what? So, I don't know. I think it's been really, really cool. Uh,
0: i wanted to piggyback on something that you both were talking about between like Balin and Shin's relationship which which let's you know we said it last time but we need to say it again and the whole uh, and the one thing that i feel like the whole of the internet is in agreement on right now with uh, ahsoka is how amazing of a job ray stevenson has done in portraying balen's call it's like what an incredible performance and you know it's a shame that he's no longer with us but we're so lucky that uh, he gifted us like this yeah. role, and that uh, he's not he's able to see all this praise. It. Yep. Yeah, because yep.
1: it's it's very rare for the Wars fandom praise. to agree on something. And his performance has been so evocative. It's so sad that he didn't get to. Yep. see That reaction, but who knows? It, Maybe he can from someone.
0: And I agree with you both with like what's happening not just between a uh, Balin and Shin, but also with Balen and Ahsoka, because it's very, like you were saying, well, they are the yin and the yang, and they are mirrors to each other, but also not just interpersonal, you know, Balen, Ahsoka, Shin, Sabine, but also the duality of the teacher and the student, because yeah. they both are... I think it's interesting, because a lot of people are being like, oh, he was... He, he, kind in how he broke up with his student but there's 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 i think there's some uh, it's a, a opposite of what's happening right now with ahsoka and sabine which i'll get to in a minute but it's perverse in a sense too because he's never told his apprentice what he's after he's never right. been open about it and he's been training mm-hmm. her for something that now he's shiding her for him for her not wanting to be a part of or for wanting to do something else and then kind of, you know, putting it on her that she wants something different, even though he's the one that has been kind of leading her down that path without. That's not really her all what the I, full... how I read it, though. Well, she doesn't know what he wants. So, well, true. And he's, and he's he been leading her to said, power. You know, he's like, oh, what will you find in the gal in like this other galaxy or whatever mm-hmm. it was in episode two or three? I forget. And he's like, power. Mm-hmm. So he is leading her down the path of power. Yeah. And all of a sudden, when it's time to make you know when they're like at the crossroads of like oh we have to follow throne or we're doing like this mystical force quest that i want to do that i've never mm-hmm. involved in and it's like ah, oh, never mind i'm still not gonna bring you into my plan i'm just gonna like you know just i mean it's not you it's me i'm gonna go this way and you go that way which is still kind of not i mean yeah he did it in a good way but it's still like making Shin go down also a dark path because now she feels abandoned it's like oh when well, then what's my purpose now my master Was telling me that I was, you know, being trained for something greater. But at the moment of truth, it's just like, oh, where, where do I belong? And then the storm, the night troopers leave, she's by herself, her master leaves. And then the one person that's giving her like their hand to be like, hey, I can help you. It's Ahsoka. So like, she's now in this like crossroads where I think it's going to be interesting in this final episode to see how does she heal or completely destroy that relationship? Does she... Go find Balin and Caphem has yeah. come up, and so does she. She actually double down and go with Thrawn? or yeah. does she wild card, redeem herself and go with Ahsoka? Who knows? But I think that's the interesting part of like looking at the master apprentice relationship because one is breaking that relationship in search of something outside of themselves, and the other is like coming to heal that relationship to find something within both of themselves. Obviously, one is. Uh, Bela and Shin, and then now Ahsoka and Sabine. Okay. So, I think it's super cool that Filoni is doing like all these, you know, relationships and bringing in a lot of like mythic and historic things and and fantasy tropes into this show. That sometimes are heavy-handed, obviously, like all this, you know, all the wargs from <laughs> from the Two Towers here in the battle sequence. Uh, but but you know, but it's really cool because that's what George Lucas was doing, right? Reinterpreting myth in uh you know yeah. in a sci-fi flavor and you know they filoni is kinda of doubling down on that. Uh, I wanna do t- I I obviously talk about Thrawn because he's you know I've been looking forward to this a long time. But yeah. the wild card of the Night Sisters, which you know some people were theorizing that they might show up, but some people thought that like, okay, we got a Morgan Elspeth, so that's the only Night Sister we're gonna get. Yeah. Uh, but the fact that we got the three fabulous great mothers Was something that was at least to me incredible, and the fact that they were then framed under like the the Greek fates. And if you look at the credits of the episodes, they're named almost exactly the same, and they keep mentioning the threads of fate and all these things. It's just like, again, heavy-handed but delicious. And
1: even their power, which is like this combination of technology and magic, and it's Mm -hmm. strings of red fate. It would have been
0: cooler if it was green, green, the magic. But maybe they're saving that for the finale. Uh, and something I learned that I did not know before, but that I learned with, you know, while researching a little bit more about the Fates is that technically their name are the Morai, which I'm just like, oh, shit, <laughs> Morai and like Ahsoka and the Morai. I'm just like, OK, Filoni, you were playing you were playing the long game on this one. Yeah. Uh, but Mo, you, what did you think of the Night Sisters?
2: I mean, it was really reminiscent of like that whole like, 80s. when yeah,
0: oh, one hundred percent. I, I know, of Hercules like, too. Like, like,
2: like You had a blue character with like flame
0: eyes. <laughs> totally <laughs> but, different, because Hades <laughs> a little different than Thron.
2: A little bit different than Thrawn.
0: but but I see it. But I see it. Yes.
2: <laughs> but 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 it's, I I love like how you know you're not you're never really sure. Like, are they are they with Thron? Are they playing Thron? Is Thron playing them? Like it's it's so ambiguous. Like, what is happening in the relationship? And I think that's what keeps the mystery alive. Like, who who's who? Who's playing who? Kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. it's like a like a four-dimensional chess mm-hmm. thing going on with within all like this the great mothers and like because like what you know what is their purpose in going mm-hmm. to be the other side of the galaxy like. What was their or, you know, purpose when they left that galaxy to mm-hmm. they got so, so there are still so many unanswered aspects. And, and the fact that they're still alive after what seems to be like a legendary amount of time that has passed. Right. Then it, it does create more questions. Like, and... Mm-hmm. It, it all goes back to like I like how they kept like going back and I, I so got also went back and uh you also went back to it like this whole idea of destiny mm-hmm. like do you have a choice in in your actions yeah. like mm-hmm. are you fated to your torture choice is that yeah. like your only free choice like it's there's so many threats not to you know no pun intended <laughs> Intended, intended, intended. <laughs> <laughs> that you know, it's it's like very like it's it's like playing an accord, like an accordion, now, like a harp. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You
2: you actually like it's the union of those like harmonies that give out reality, in a sense. But the strings are there. You know, the notes will always be the same. Those are faded, mm-hmm. but what comes out rhythmically. That's the freedom, that's the expression. I think that's what they're kinda like playing at, like those like, you know, the static nature of like, you know, vibrations to like a note will always vibrate a certain way. But it's the harmony of those notes. It's the way they are they're composed that gives freedom to the staticness of it. I think that's what sort of like it's playing around, this whole like Night Sisters and like Thrawn and Like Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Ahsoka, like it's like they the like the strings are all there. What's gonna happen? I guess we'll know next episode. But like the chords have all been played, and I think Theron is aware of that because it's like our advantage right now is that we have time Mm -hmm. over, yeah. And 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 that's that's all you need when it comes to like a, a symphony, just time that's
0: exactly what i was gonna say hey but nope. the important uh, another important part of like uh, music is silence right so it's yes. like what's happening yeah. in between those notes and i yeah. i loved i love that comparison that, that that you blew my that mind a little bit especially <laughs> well, not, okay not a little bit you blew my mind my, my mind completely
1: but i, I do will. actually have a theory of <laughs> what maybe <laughs> is going on between the the night sisters and
0: so. I, I, I think I mean with the I, I mean I, I was gonna say like that was a, a Mobius strip bomb that just happened. Oh there. yeah, so of course
1: just, that was fantastic. Oh, that, yeah. Was, yeah. that was
0: wonderful. I'm gonna be thinking that about that all wonderful. night. Uh, but yeah. my theory, especially having read like all the run books and like knowing mm-hmm. a little bit of the of his, you know, how he thinks based on how Timothy Zahn writes him, which is obviously a little different to how he's being portrayed here, because here he's straightforward villain. And in the books, is more like in the books depends on which book he's either an I would say a anti villain or or a hero, right? It just depends on the point of view that we're looking at the character. And Thrawn's biggest limit or 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 or, or block, which we see a little bit in, in Rebels, is that he doesn't understand the Force. Because the Force is a wild yeah. card. It's 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 mm-hmm. quote unquote magic. So it's, it's, not, it's not logical, it's not rational, it's not physical and tangible even though technically... Which logical, you can tell Even with though his it's reaction, technically physical and tangible because midichlorines, blah 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 blah. But you yeah, know what I mean. Whatever.
1: But so no, I've but you, which those. you can see in his <laughs> interaction with Sabine which I actually really enjoyed. That's like he can't understand how her mind works that she would risk her entire mm-hmm, galaxy mm-hmm. to save one person and he just kind of looks at her with grudging respect but at the same time like I have no idea how you reach that... Mm-hmm. It is complete nonsensical. I cannot grasp, you know, my head around it because he's so hyperlogical and all about the greater good. That just mm-hmm. with that one interaction with Sabine, which I thought was perfection, just conveys who Thrawn really is at his
0: core. Wait, what word? What phrase did you just say? Greater good. <laughs> Thrawn? Yeah. Greater yeah. good. Greater good. <laughs> so. I know that was a coincidence, but it was kind of it was appropriate. Well timed. It was was, (laughs) was well timed. (laughs) It was was on point. Yes, thank you. Uh, But yeah, but into that point, like I think that he's trying to, uh, like, plug that weakness and find a way to use the force to his benefit in a way that he can. If he doesn't understand it, find someone that can that does understand and that will be on his team and have
1: them on my side.
0: And I think that's where how the night sisters are are plugging into this. He's like, okay, well. You're you're my ally now because I kind of need to know about the Force to be able to figure this out. Because the Force got me into this problem in the first place. Because obviously Ezra talking to the Pergol was the thing that got them over there. So he's like, well, yeah. oh, I got to get back. So I don't yeah. know how that's going to work, but I need well, Force.
1: I think it might actually be more specific than that. Clearly a deal was made. And I think oh, yeah, these yeah. were the terms. The Night Sisters will help him leave exile, which is clearly what happened because they started to give the dreams to Morgan Elspeth so she would know how to find her way mm-hmm. into the galaxy so that they could. And what I think they're taking as cargo, they mentioned the catacombs. So I think they might be taking corpses oh, yeah. of dead Night Sisters. Oh, yeah, oh, and then The deal is that somehow they lost the source of their power in that planet and they want to take it back to the other galaxy so they can rebuild. Mm-hmm. I think. Oh, yeah. That's what it seems like to me. So it's very exciting. I also it's not only the fates that remind me of their game mothers, it's also very closely tied, I think, to witchcraft. usually we see yeah. the
0: conversation
1: of the mother, the maiden, and the crow. Yeah, yeah, which is, we like, saw at
0: the beginning of the season. Yep.
3: Yeah.
1: With so, the with
0: the you know, the I always forget the name of that yep. symbol, but yeah, we saw that at the beginning too.
3: Yeah.
0: It's not either or. It's both, and. It can
1: be both. It can be everything. Like a myth can be more than one thing.
0: I a myth inherently it's more than one thing it's more than i think one thing. Yeah. Uh, joseph campbell tells us that yeah. uh, no but i th- i agree those are i mean obviously yeah, the, i'm not 100 percent yeah. sure because i can't be 100 percent sure about everything but i think definitely what they're getting out of the catacombs i mean mm-hmm. that's a catacomb right catacombs it's a are catacomb you're keeping yeah. dead so it's definitely like a. well do you think it's dead night sisters or do you think it's like dead stormtroopers i think it's dead night sisters but we gotta ask the question
3: yeah
1: Night Sisters. Oh, Night Sisters.
0: <laughs> okay. Because yeah. it glad wouldn't we got be in the interest.
1: Yeah, well, because it wouldn't be in the interest of the great mothers to help him transport dead stormtroopers, honestly. Like True. do they get out of it?
0: Although I, I do want to say something, as much as I've been loving uh as long as I've been loving seeing like Night Sisters come back, I do have like one itty bitty gripe, and it's the uh, watching them in the you know, in the monolith of evil right? And just seeing them like uh-huh. oh they're bad guys or, or or bad sisters i guess uh considering that like in the jedi games in survivor and fallen order we see a knight sister that's you know on, on on the quote-unquote good guys team and like seeing that yeah. no one's between you know well not all the knight sisters are allied with like that point of view there's others that can be you know different and like do different things so i kind of i know that now we're reintroducing them so it's it'll yeah. be a little tough to be like okay well look at all these different clans and shit uh, but eventually if the night sisters come yeah. back in full force which i hope they which do it's very exciting. I, I hope that yeah. we see more nuance in the future
1: yeah well and i necessarily don't think that they're villains i mean obviously the way that the black evil tower and everything but i think they're just coming off as more desperate than This is like their only choice to get away from whatever it is that they're trying to get Mm -hmm, away from, mm -hmm. or to like restore an entire race of people. So Thrawn was their only option. So that's what they're going with. But I don't necessarily see that as inherently. Mm -hmm. Or Thrawn either, to be honest, because what he knows is strategy. And when he left the galaxy, it was the Empire that was his ally so it would make sense for him to want to continue that especially from him being like the savior of the galaxy would put him in a better position to help his people so I don't think he is inherently
0: well you know I I don't disagree with the thought process but at the end of the day if you help a fascist genocidal government (laughs) like your intentions might be pure but you still but you you still helped Genocide. <laughs> All
2: right, but, but, but then, you know for by if you follow that logic then you know play you have to place Sabine on the evil side. You know she sacrificed she she was willing to sacrifice a whole galaxy just to find her friend.
0: Like. Well, and, and
2: I, I if think, given given that if 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 a so course.
0: I, I don't a- think it's one to one. one. I have to I have to push it back. It's not one to one. She's not. Actively working to <laughs> destroy that guy, so he's like, "Wait, yeah. I want to try to have my cake and eat it too. I want to save someone I love and try to get that to work too." While Thron is actively working every day, he's like, when he puts his time card in, he's like, "Okay, I'm making sure that this empire is killing people." Mm-hmm. So I think I think it's not, you know, I think it's where the grace where the grace start to intertwine, but you know, but uh, but I think yeah. one you know outweighs the other but that's just me maybe i'm crazy yeah yeah
1: and what did I'm you here. think being such a huge fan of throng how the character was portrayed because i think the cadence and the rhythm of how he speaks is so good and the
0: okay i'm gonna i gotta i gotta keep it real uh, yeah. i keep it real.
3: Uh-huh.
0: a little bit only a little bit it wasn't as jarring as boba fett in in uh in the in the Mandalorian that first time. Uh, but I got over cool. it real quick. Uh, well, okay. The problem is, and I use problem in a in a very light sense. I don't want to say, oh, the problem is, because I'm, no. Uh, the problem is expectations, right? You are reading right. about this character for who knows how many decades. And you see the art on books. And you see how mm. it's portrayed in video games. And you see this and yep. you see that. So in your mind, there's something you know, you're seeing that you're expecting an yeah. image of what this uh, character is or is not, and then you see the thing finally, and it's just like, oh, at first it's a little jarring. It's like, oh, that's not what that's I was expecting. Because <laughs> yeah. I I remember when they announced at Star Wars Celebration that like it was gonna be Lars Mickelson coming back from just doing the voice at Rebels to actually portraying mm-hmm. him in live action. I'm like, mm, I don't know if he, like, I don't know if he has the physicality that I, yeah have in my mind for Thrawn. so I'm um, right. you know it's the problem we always have with Batman castings we always say yeah. that's a terrible casting because blah 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 either Michael or either Michael Keaton is, is a, com- a comedian so he can't be Batman or Chris or, or Ben Affleck isn't Christian Bale or it's not Michael Ke- we always have that preconceived yeah. notion of what Batman should be and we always handicap ourselves in terms of being able to receive the character with open arms and yeah i was a little bit with that with Thrawn, but the more the episode progressed and especially with the last episode i was just like yeah. I, i'm 100 percent in like <laughs> the, the way he carries himself obviously the voice oh yeah rebels the eyes look amazing and like you know being yeah. calm cool and collected. Hands behind
1: his back all the time
0: and then those stormtroopers look cool man like oh uh, yeah with the, with the night sister wrappings and the kitsugi yeah. and the armor the kintsugi i, I hope i'm saying it right uh, and then, like, when Captain Enoch shows up with the gold mask, I'm like, oh, oh yeah. shit. That's Enoch funerary. is epic. I'm like, with the funerary mask in gold, and then all of the nerds in the internet are like, no, the Roman Roman cavalry mask. And I'm like, stop it with the Roman Empire. I get it. I've seen the memes. I don't want to hear anything about the Roman Empire again. Their funerary yeah. mask, goddammit. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. Thrawn was... He's delivering. He's delivering.
1: Yeah. I would like to yeah. see a
0: little nuance from him, because I think right now they're yeah. like, and i think they have to because they're introducing him they're introducing yeah. him to a, the big battle of right now a whole yeah. new group of people that don't even mm-hmm. know who the fuck Thron is so they have to be like okay mm-hmm. oh, here's one you can't, we, you can't give too much new ones too quick uh, so so it's like okay here, here's 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 Thrawn. and i think that he's living up to my heir to the em- heir to the empire expectations he still okay. hasn't gotten to my uh, ascendancy expectations or like a little more <laughs> Nuance, thinking about the shis ascendancy instead of only the Empire. But I think it's been a home run. And then the Kyners, the score, bringing back the organ oh, yeah. from Rebels and like the whole sinister uh, melodies. It's like it's behind him every time he's doing something. Uh, I loved it. I will say, and I think this is a problem with Star Wars, always, at least the first time a new character appears, his wig is not good. It's like, I don't know what's <laughs> going on. With the costume department or the wig department yeah. or whatever it's called. It's like you did it with Bo Katan, now you're doing it yeah. with Tron, like it's like with the Leku with Ahsoka the first time. You always get it a little off the first time. It's yeah. a nitpick. I know it's a nitpick. And I know they'll fix it next time. But it was a little giant, It's like what the you just glue it down. It looks like Diaz Olivo, like the the Puerto Rican uh, political commentator. Ooh, it same wig it's the same wig they 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 ordered it from him all the people that are listening that don't follow puerto rican politics i apologize look it up diaz olivo peluca diaz olivo wig that's thron's wig
1: there's a ton of memes yeah you'll find it easy
0: what about you (laughs) what did you think of thron
2: i can't think about the wig
1: (laughs) Because we've been in its presence,
0: it's a nitpick. It's a nitpick. It, it is. It is now. It is now an ominous presence. The wig. <laughs> I, I I apologize. We should I'm we sorry. should
2: just just add the red eyes, the wig, and just be an <laughs> entity by itself.
0: Holy shit! We should do that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh my god! It'd be terrifying.
2: That, that could be a good
0: shirt. <laughs> just, the thing is, yeah, only people in Puerto Rico will buy it at Puerto Rico Comic Con or something. A state side no one's gonna get it. But yeah, yeah, we should do that Photoshop. <laughs> now you to know, go with you while Mo, while Mo laughs. Well, what I, did you I, think I, of, I of, of, you of from, from the wings? The wing.
1: Well, I haven't had, you know, a crush on Thrawn like you have for <laughs> the last few years. So I didn't have it all that much say, in ways so. of, like, expectations. I mean, it's a character that I've always found very interesting, uh, but I wasn't really introduced to him until Rebels, and I haven't read the books, sadly. I'm a bad nerd. Sorry. Um but I know. But I thought it was really good because he was fantastic in Rebels. He was a great character, juxtaposed with Ezra. Which is weird that they haven't been like in each other's periphery at all mm-hmm. because there was so much going on with them in Rebels. I can
0: tell you why. Because well, I know he was running to, they have to write the book to fill in the gap. Right. Um, you say it. There's no book. It's uh, come on. Lucasfilm knows how to make that money.
1: But that that's what makes it even stronger for me every time that the voice actor surpasses what physically the character is supposed to look like. Because,
3: mm-hmm.
1: like you said, he doesn't really look like how uh, Thrawn was animated to look like. But the sound of the voice, the cadence, the the how he carries himself, to me makes the character way more believable than mm-hmm. just physicality, which is why I still, I keep on harping on it. I know why I think Ashley Eckstein, even if she didn't look as much, and obviously with Ahsoka, it's even easier to cover up with all the makeup, that Ashley Eckstein, the voice behind it and the way, because she taught herself how to fight like Ahsoka. We've seen her at some of the celebrations, how she moves with those lightsabers. I still think it was a really huge missed opportunity not to cast her. I know Rosario Dawson is a big name and it helps to propel the series, but its I think it's better when you have that voice actor that has been interpreting this character, that has a love for the character. And I feel that even to you, goose who were like kind of shocked by the physicality, the more that you saw how he
0: moved, mm-hmm. the more that you
1: heard his voice, the more you started to buy the character. So,
0: well, but based on that argument, I have to also disagree. Okay, fine. Because uh uh I, I forget I forgot the actor's name. The the actor that's like playing Ezra now. He's mm. not the guy I was doing the voice and he's crushing it. And in fact He's was he never, is crushing it. I was never too big of an Ezra fan, but like his yeah. portrayal you are. In Ahsoka, yeah. I'm just like this guy, this guy. I'm, I'm like, Look at this, this guy, guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm like I wanna <laughs> grab a beer with him.
1: Yeah. No, and I agree. Actually, and same like, with Ezra Ezra grew up really well and Sabine's been very well done as well. So fine, fine. Then, then I'll just blame Rosario Dawson. <laughs> I just, I just don't believe
2: Jesus. <laughs> <of God. laughs> it's a uh, like it's interesting. Like this episode was like the one that I finally was like, okay, I accept Rosario. I can Dawson's
1: kind of, bu- kind of buy it. Like, I, I'm,
2: I'm okay with
0: Rosario Dawson. It was me, the journey yeah. we had to, we had to. Yeah, go we had to the, like, the, the the
2: one I'm still not comfortable. I'm thinking I'm comfortable with all of them except Hera. I'm still not comfortable with. Like,
3: yeah,
1: Hera still.
2: Like, it, it, I don't know. It just looks like, what's her name, and and Hera cosplaying Hera. Like, it yeah. doesn't look like. Hmm. Interesting.
0: Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but before before we go into Hera, because I want to talk a little bit about Hera too. but your uh, your your um, throne, your throne review. My throne, my throne. Okay. Besides, so... besides you know, finding the wig hilarious.
2: Okay. <laughs> no, I, I, mean, I, I I hadn't even there wasn't even my raider. You brought it up in me. <laughs> <laughs> but i think I think the first thing like you know like imagining if I've never like ex- seen Thrawn, i think like one of the find apart, apart from the blue skin. like mm. i think the, the like the the contrast they had with like and i think Ezra comes a little bit into this with the eyes like the mm-hmm. the beautiful red eyes in contrast with those that's like good. beautiful yeah. blue eyes like they both had beautiful eyes that's 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 for sure, and then like having like finally seeing because like you say you saw it like as a like a, the evil, but uh I'm with Nani. I, I don't see him like as an evil, like you know he's just trying to
0: escape this galaxy exile well, I mean, <laughs> the the man the 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 man's first line is like what was once a dream is now a frightening reality for those who oppose <laughs> us that's i I don't know, <laughs> I don't say that about my coworkers, you know it's, 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 or or, well, you know, yeah, and it was a little attitude.
1: harsh. Like, <laughs> like I am honoring only like the word of the agreement with Sabine, not the mm-hmm. spirit of it, because oh, I am but, letting yeah. her have the opportunity to find Ezra. But as soon as she finds Ezra, yeah, kill nah, him. Mean, so. And that,
2: that, that thats what like, like, like it makes him so like that's like it it adds to that Hades thing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm making a contract with you, like. I'm fulfilling yeah. my part. Like, yeah, hey, yeah. You're but it goes to
1: the fact that he is hyper logical. I don't think he sees any of his actions that's just inherent evil. He just thinks, yeah, exactly, he's logical, and he's following best strategy.
2: The, the, yeah, yeah. That, that, it's it's like there's no right or wrong. It's just what's the most logical.
0: It's the self self like, what do I need to achieve my goals? Yeah. That's it. Yeah, like, yeah, the, the self serving
1: strategy. Even, yeah,
2: yeah, like, and, and that's what it portrays. Like, this is a person who's like looking to have as much variables as
0: possible mm-hmm. on his back pocket. Or reduce variables or so they can control them. them. Yes. Yeah. Both ways, yes.
1: Yeah, depending on which is more depending favorable on, to him.
2: Yeah. Dep- depending on what's favorable him, like on, mm-hmm. on yeah. his position. And then... But you can also see like I don't know, like a playfulness to it. Like mm-hmm. like he, he he's not overly attached like the Emperor to mm-hmm. um, that star like clearly he was so attached he made the second one and like Theron just seems to like you know hey if this doesn't work hey like acceptable losses let's let's continue like yeah like i I don't care you know i lost a couple
0: of like he he learned something through the process he
2: learned something the process. like and, and and i think that's what makes him equally also like scary Mm. Because then you're just, you're literally, everything to him is just a chessboard. Like, they're mm. just mm. as simple as, like, oh, I'm just moving a plastic or metal yeah. piece.
0: So yeah. You
1: can't, like, emotionally cripple him in some yeah. way.
0: Which uh, is, I mean, which is what I kind of want to see, like, the other side of him, where he's just, like, because uh, like you were saying, Mo, he's, like, the opposite of the emperor. And in one of the ways that he is, is, like, he inspires loyalty through respect. So all of his troops yeah, are with him because fear. they value him and they respect mm-hmm. him, and he values them to an extent too. So like I would wanna see like that part of him like caring about his okay. troops and be like, no, you know, I support them and I reward uh, bravery or loyalty, all those things So kind of see the flip side of his, you know, I, I wanna say flippant, that's the wrong word, but his uh, efficient, uh, let's say, uh, nature to uh, variables.
2: No, I, I think it's it's almost like like, the name of the, his Enoch,
0: like, you know,
2: the chosen one, mm-hmm. like, it's, it's like, like, it's almost like he's establishing himself, but like, this is a patriarchy, like, I am the head, and then, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I am Joway, and then, like, you are the chosen ones, and, like, everybody below, like, so there's that certain, like, aspect of, like, he mm-hmm. sees himself as superior to everybody else, that's for mm-hmm. sure, like, there, there's an ego trip going on, like, uh, like he doesn't he can't i don't think he fathoms that somebody can outsmart him
0: i think that was true before what happened to him in rebels and that's why i kind of want to see some doubt because it's like oh i encountered this and it did it happened, not go well everything for me so like, like set like, and then so I, Ezra I, came I and do, ruined my plan because even in all yeah. the all the books that i've read like it. Uh, Well, maybe like in the original Air to the Empire* trilogy, but like in the new canon books that I've read, like I haven't ever gotten like you said, more like he knows what's up. You know, it's just like he's he's Sherlock Holmes. He's twenty steps ahead of everybody, so he's confident that he's gonna win because he knows all the chess how all the chess pieces can move. Uh, But I think it'll make him even more compelling if we can see a little uncertainty, which we kind of got a little bit when uh, when Morgan tells him that it's. That Ahsoka's master was Anakin Skywalker, and he's just like, oh, yeah, so.
3: like, oh, mm-hmm. what,
0: what, what's this? Watch out, polar bears! It's like, oh, you know? <laughs> but,
2: but it, it almost seems like that. I think that's where it comes to like the playfulness. It seems like he was curious, like he yeah. wanted to see, like, yeah. oh wait, like even yeah. though he controls all the variables, he still wants to play. Yeah. He still wants to. And have you can
1: fun. also mm-hmm. tell that he didn't really see Balin's skull leaving as. Mm-hmm. Something that was going to happen. And he is also seeming curious about it. Like, why did he... Leave? Why are we missing a mercenary? Like, what is mm-hmm. happening? So, so yeah. So, I think those things that don't fall into his perfect strategy and his looking, like, 10 feet ahead actually mm-hmm. surprise him. Cause it's like, oh, damn. I didn't calculate that as something that was going to happen.
0: And it's always those so- force users. Uh, like, uh, mess up the equation. Which... Mm-hmm to your point nanny i wonder obviously we'll see tomorrow when the episode comes out uh, but with only one episode to go like i want to know like how all these threads will mm-hmm. and i meant that without wanting purposely to <laughs> make a reference was... to the night sisters it was totally accidental i'm sorry uh, but like see how but they all come together works. and unravel or or even get even more knotted more to, like reveal yeah. what's what's eventually going to happen i know that I mean, they said this was a limited series, but we know we're getting season two, even though they haven't announced it. So, and we know we have the Dave Filoni movie. So, there's going to be a lot of stuff that I think is going to be left that we, you know, just won't know after tomorrow. Uh, So, that being said, I know it's kind of doesn't really make sense to make responsible speculation when we're going to put this out (laughs) after the episode. Has come out and people will be like, what the hell are you guys speculating about? Well, but before but we get to that, people I kind of wanted to we talk wrong. about
1: the the Senate oh, yeah, scene yeah. that we got. Um, because I think it, just that one scene shows why the New Republic failed. Mm-hmm. Like, they're adhering to that bureaucracy, which is why the original Republic failed. And mm-hmm, it's part mm-hmm. of the reason that the Empire failed. And they're still going with the same stupid system. Mm-hmm. It was so frustrating to watch. And that one, oh, that one senator, I want him to punch him in the face.
0: Senator Xiono. Uh, oh, God. He's a douchebag, but if you have seen Star Wars Resistance, you knew that he was a douchebag to begin with. So, he's, you know, in character. So, kudos to that actor for being a jerk. <laughs> because, yeah.
1: So, we clearly crap. know why the the New Republic failed, why Leia became so frustrated that she mm-hmm. left the Senate and ended up becoming a general in the army because it's just, Ridiculous. It is always great to see Genevieve O'Reilly excel at the oh, Mon so Mothma, good. so it's so good. And her kind of being the first one, aside from Leia, who clearly covered for Hera, that mm-hmm. Mon Mothma herself was just like, okay, putting emotions aside, how much of a threat? You be you? Yeah. So to have people actually listen, I mean, you know what a threat Bron could possibly be. You'd lose nothing by trying to investigate the issue.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: so the whole scene it's, was very it's interesting
0: because I've gotten obviously like the first two episodes we got a lot of callbacks to episode one but like this yeah. whole narrative of, of Mon Mothma and the New Republic really reminds me of episode one with Chancellor Valorum and how yeah. the bureaucracy, like like Palpatine said oh the bureaucracy it's like all these yeah. people that are around Valorum mm-hmm. that like keep influencing him and nothing gets done because of pr- procedure yeah. and all these things Mm-hmm. And, like, now we're back and it's X amount of decades removed from episode one. And, like, we're kind of back into that well, system, it, which I think And is it great. supports
1: what Balin was saying, that it's all a cycle. And we know that it's going to happen because the New Republic is going to get destroyed very right. soon. <laughs> so. But it's,
0: it's interesting to see that short-sightedness that we first saw, like, in The Last Jedi with Luke and his in, Jedi Academy yeah. being like, okay, I'm just going to do the Jedi the same way. That
1: has been and done before, that, that we know that already failed. Yeah
0: so it's like it's the new doing like the same thing so It's just like well we'll set up the new republic the way it was before and it's just like well you're just yeah. you're like making the same mistake and expecting different results and that's called madness yeah. so well I, I will say that there we go i did that on, i did not do that on purpose uh, <laughs> but as much as i love genevieve O'Reilly, i will say that you know, obviously it's not her show but I have to yeah. say that in Andor, we get a lot more of like what oh, makes Mon Mothma Mon Mothma, yeah, and, and the new uh, ones and behind was, decisions. And was and... So well done in Andor, and I kind of want to see mm-hmm. that with Mon Mothma now in the New Republic. And I'm like, what happened right. to that woman yeah. from the Rebellion? Yeah. So like, why are you the type of Chancellor that you are now? Obviously, yeah. we don't have time to develop every single character in a show yeah. that's called Ahsoka. We have to, you know, focus yeah. on Ahsoka and her squad, not the. Andor squad, but just putting it out there. But it's not Daniela Riley's fault. She's doing a great job. Yeah. No so, responsible speculation. Responsible speculation. Mo, what do you think? How do you think this season is going to end?
2: I think it's not gonna end. It's just well, gonna the, the, be yep. the
0: season will end. Like it's gonna the next be next season. <laughs> it's gonna be a cliffhanger.
2: Oh. You know? like, right. like kind of like you know two towers kind of thing that, you, mm-hmm. that, that you're dangling at the end of, like, the journey. All right. yeah. I don't know, I, I maybe it'll be, like, a reverse Rebels, you know, everybody, like, darts away to the galaxy, to the mm-hmm. other galaxy, and then, mm-hmm. they just leave it at that. Uh, yeah, I like... F- I feel like at least there should be, like, a scene where it's on and Ezra talking. Mm-hmm. All right. I think that that's, yeah. you know... Apart from like, you know, we are you you we're introducing the two characters that have been on this new mysterious land, mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: but like for fans of old, like it's kind of like you know, like a it should be like at least like a little bit of a fan service
0: or you know it's duty. closure or something yeah. like a closure
2: like yeah. you know like hey
0: what happened like, yeah kinda. considering that one of my theories was yeah. that they were besties and. Clearly, they're not. I I I I kind of
1: wanted that to happen. Maybe
0: Maybe they were besties, and and they broke broke up.
1: And there was a fallout.
0: Something. Something (laughs) happened. Something happened. Nanny, what's your what's your speculation?
1: Yeah, I am kind of worried that they're going into it with so much momentum that it's just it's really not going to be a satisfying conclusion because they have just this one episode to like kind of try to, you know wrap up some of these loose ends i know it's going to be impossible to do all of them as we know it's clearly not going to be the end of the story it'll just be the end of a season um what i'm really hoping for honestly is that we do get kind of a conclusion to valent skull's character because as we know we're not going to get him back so kind of Mm feel some sort of closure to what his journey was at least to know what his plans were. And then if we leave him behind, we know that he's like working on something specific instead of Mm -hmm. just like leaving it so much up in the air, because I thought he was a very, very compelling character Mm -hmm. and, and one of the most nuanced villains that we've gotten, because he's just like somewhere there in the middle and, and Mm -hmm. he's understandable. And, and there's something so you know, medieval knights about him, just in, in the way he fights and the way he is armored looks. So you can yep. see him as like a King Arthur that got frustrated with the round table and is now trying to rebuild yep. England in a completely different way. So there was something really fantastic about that character. So I would like some kind of character. I agree with Mo that I would love to see an interaction between Ezra and Ron, and just like a little bit more of Ezra because as we were saying before, like Ezra grew up good. Like, he is looking fine. He is acting like an actual man and not mm-hmm. like the annoying boy child that he used to be and has like a flock to defend that respects him and cares about. And and I really loved all the hugs to be and with Ahsoka. It felt like, you know, a family mm-hmm. reunion in a way yeah. that was really satisfying to see. So I wish to see like a little bit more interactions with that. And I don't, I think it might be what Moe is saying. I think it's going to be this, like, kind of final confrontation when everybody's trying to go their own ways, and it's going to be kind of like that transition to the other galaxy and maybe left at that. But it would be kind of cool if we see them, like, actually arriving in the other galaxy and, like, starting to regroup somehow, mm-hmm. and maybe the New Republic realizing that they were right all along, and Thrawn is trying to come back and, like, watch them be like, uh-oh, so <laughs>
0: because, you know, being asshole. Out. yeah I
3: kind of
1: want to you know, have them see that they were totally wrong so but yes. i don't know we don't it's, know what's gonna happen it's just the one episode
3: left
0: it's gonna yeah. be interesting because exactly yeah. there's so much that's been set up that like i mean mm-hmm. maybe they'll do it maybe one episode filoni gonna like just it will be a three-hour episode and everything is gonna happen and mando shows up and boba fett shows up and luke shows up and it's just you know, the, the, Anakin, well, they Anakin, always do. Uh, you know? but, I mean, and up. there was Anakin already a mention. Sh- Force ghost Anakin shows up. Yeah, everybody. show yeah. Ghost Yoda, everybody. Is. <laughs> everybody yeah. yeah,
3: I
1: mean, there was already a mention of, you know, the incident on Mandalore mm-hmm. and all these things. So they are tying the storylines together, Clearly, as we
0: know. That. I said that as a joke. I do not want any of those things to happen. I, mean, I don't want this. any of
1: those things to happen, but who knows? It's felony.
0: It's felone and it will happen. I just hope that it doesn't happen now.
2: Yeah, just like wait for the movie. But but but, but not before yeah. we like Nani. You mentioned like something that kind of like parallel. You said like Balin like sort of like reminds you of like this like corrupted Arthurian mm-hmm. figure, yeah. which is interesting because Shen is almost like a corrupted like Joan of Arc figure.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Like Ooh. her her conviction on like this like religion, which is power. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, breaking away and like it's it's almost like they play on each other. Like that, corrupted knighthood. But they're 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 still playing on their ideals, like yeah. not mm-hmm. to the very end. And I think that's what keeps them like grounded in that, like beautiful yeah. balance. I
0: mean, I like you, you guys, you guys keep saying like those comparisons of individually of Shin and Baelen. I just can't keep thinking about the mirror with Sabine and Ahsoka, with and like how and- all those things that are happening with them are the opposite. Of what's happening with Sabina Ahsoka. Because what's the last thing we see of Shin? It's like, yeah, her leaving by herself, scared and alone, yeah. after like a, like her quest being destroyed in front of her. And Sabine, yeah. the opposite. Like, I left by myself with the enemy, and now I'm reunited with my Thinking friends. Thinking that and my master was
1: dead, and so now. It's, it's
0: like this, you know, like delicious. It's so good. I, I, I love it. Uh, and we can go on forever. But in my speculation is. And what I would like to see, honestly, because what I'm worried about is that we've, you know how we've been talking for years on this podcast, how we want to see new shit, crazy stuff, things we yeah. haven't seen before. Let's go to the unknown regions. We've never said a new galaxy. We've always said unknown regions, but we're finally yeah. getting what we've yeah. said we wanted and we're in a new yeah. galaxy. And I will be very, very disappointed if we're only in this new galaxy for, for
1: these epis- three episodes. Three, or whatever. three episodes, yeah. sorry.
0: Yeah, three episodes. And then it's like, okay, now we're now we're to the old So I, I kind of want to spend more time here, even though I know we have to come back. Because obviously yeah. Thrawn needs to return so that he can be the threat yeah. for the New Republic and we can have our movie, right? Uh, but I, what I would like to happen is since it's going to, I think it's dramatically, I think it makes sense. And I think it's going to be better for the story. And, and also is self-serving because I want this. I think what's going to happen is like Thrawn leaves in the Eye of Sion. He makes it to the New Galaxy. I mean, to the Old Galaxy,
2: yeah. and
0: he lays waste to the New Republic fleet when he gets there, because that's what happened. Right when Ma- Mon Mothma and Hera were talking, it's like, "Oh, you gotta treat this like it's yeah. a real, like a real threat." threat. Yeah. So I think Mon Mothma's gonna send the New Republic fleet back to I forgot the planet that they came from, so they can be stationed there to see what's happening, and then Thrawn's gonna show up and destroy and show why Thrawn is Thrawn. But then mm-hmm. the counter side of that is that then our heroes are stranded in the new galaxy so i think that's the cliffhanger like Thron's in the in the old galaxy and our heroes are in the new galaxy
1: they get stranded cut to black balen who's searching for this mystic power to unleash
0: yeah ah so it's just like and then next season it's just like okay well then they have to work with that and then figure out how to get back while thron is doing all his nefarious things in the old gal in the in the, in the not all galaxy, but in the galaxy... Original,
1: from the what we know.
0: So, yeah. that's just my speculation based on what we've seen and a little sprinkle of what I'd like to see. Because I still want to see more of the new galaxy. Yeah. Because I hope some characters stay there, you know? I actually hope that Ezra and Ahsoka and Sabine, well, maybe not Sabine, that Sabine, I think, should be back with the Mandalorians rebuilding Mandalore. And maybe going back to visit Ezra. But I feel like I still want to see a new Jedi Order Somewhere that is not in this galaxy, so that they can rebuild it, and it's completely different. And then when we get the yeah. new uh, Ray film about the new Jedi Order. Those Jedi meet the Ezra, Ahsoka Jedi, and it's just like, <laughs> oh, shit. we're s- same but different. But that's now. I'm like super wild, speculating into years in <laughs> advance for the Ray for the Ray movie. But that's neither here nor there. We'll find out tomorrow.
1: And that's it for tonight.
0: Yes, short right. and sweet.
1: Yeah, not that short. I think it's been an hour
0: for three people. <laughs> we, we, we kept it concise.
1: <laughs> well, as you know, we were not releasing these episodes because of the strikes, but the writer strike is over, so we think we're going to be releasing them over the week after the premiere. Uh, after the premiere of the series finale, or there we go, <laughs> said to be the series finale um So, that officially the show is over and we don't want to like wait. And mm-hmm. that's why, you know, these were like kind of staggered. So, sorry if you already watched everything and are listening to us to talk about something that maybe you don't care about anymore. But we've enjoyed the ride. I hope that you have too. So, mm-hmm. if you have a chance to listen, please like, comment, subscribe, let us know what you thought about oh. Ahsoka so far. Because, again, by the time we do these episodes, the whole season is going to be done. So just let us know what you think and what you expect of Ahsoka going forward. Mm -hmm. So I think until next time, may the Force be with you.